Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 86, and it's with the bear, Tyler Bauer. So thank you for uh, listening. Appreciate it. Tyler's had a good season and a uh, working man's kind of hero out there. And we're going to touch on uh, the money he makes and uh, how he does it and what's his plans for the summer and KX500s and, and much more. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Uh, Pulpamex30 is the code to save with those guys, and uh, we thank them, of course. They're a big supporter of all things privateers uh, each and every weekend out there. FXR Racing. Mike Brown. FXR Racing Rider, of course. Uh, also, Race Tech Suspension, Chris Blose. I should say Zombie Chris Blose using Race Tech Suspension out there. Pulp 19 is the code to save with Race Tech. Uh, please check them out. They do motors. They do suspension. Ben LeMay was using both of those before he got the call-up. And uh, many other riders uh, use Race Tech. There's Race Tech service centers all over America as well. Call there, mention Pulp 19, and uh, save with Race Tech Suspension and Motors. Uh, presented by Maxis. MXST tire uh, developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath, using Maxxis right now out there. Uh, AJ Cantonzar running Maxxis in the Supercrosses and making some main events. So thanks to the folks at Maxxis for the support. Uh, Skosh as well. Uh, Skosh.com, Pulp25 at checkout to save 25% on your purchase. Uh, Skosh is a family-owned and operated company since 1980. Their products are inspired by a passion for cool vehicles, amazing sounds, the great outdoors, travel, motorsports, horsepower, and voltage. So uh, thanks to the folks at Skosh, and they also are giving Bowers. A little gift package just uh, for coming on the show. So thanks to those guys. And Namira, industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend. No matter the budget, from the professional race shops to privateer garages, Namira has you and your wallet covered. They offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of. Visit your local dealer for more information about these innovative kits as well as their other product lines or visit them at the web, on the web at namira.com.com. N-A-M-U-R-A dot com. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Thanks to Tyler Bowers for doing the Privateer uh, Island podcast. And uh, thank you people for listening. All right. Let's talk to the bear. All right, everybody. Now, as promised, uh, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast, it's the bear, Tyler Bowers. What's up, Bowers? How are you, man? Thank you for doing this. Yeah, pretty good, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, it's been a good year for you, and you pretty much uh, epitomize privateers these days. I mean, there always is that whole who's a privateer and who's not and everything else, and you have good parts on your bike, but, I mean, really, you're a privateer. And uh, and right now, 11th place in Denver and 14th overall in points, so a good season going for you. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I, uh, I really screwed myself at the beginning. At, like, at A1, I ended up laying on my head and, and uh, in a mud race and, and limped it out thinking that there was going to be some guys that go down in the mud uh but yeah anyway ended up like 21st 22nd in that thing um so i lost a lot of points there and then didn't do houston so didn't even get any points there and then there was that one race that didn't even let me race so um <laughs> really really screwed, screwed the pooch on that one too so uh 14th in points right now but uh you know just trying to do the best i can to keep plugging away i got uh, a couple guys you know that are out now um, I could possibly pass an open point mm-hmm. at least two rounds ago. But, um, yeah, just excited to be out there racing each weekend. Yeah, give yourself 10 points for those races you missed. One of them, you were in Germany. Uh, you know, give yourself 10 points, and you're near the top 10 in points. Yeah, yeah, if I, yeah exactly. 10 more points, I'm yeah, right there at 10th. So. Yeah. Um, well, hey, uh, well, I guess, first of all, how much do the Cowie guys help you? How much do – I mean, I know you work with the Showa guys. Um, how's everything going with that? Do, do they check in on you every all the time? Are they helping you out? Do, how much do they have a hand in your program? 
Uh, not 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 insane amount. Um, you know, I, I get a I get a, a couple bikes and a small parts allowance from them, mm-hmm. um, which helps out tremendously. Um, it's it's freaking amazing. Uh, but like as far as like full on like factory parts and stuff, um, you know, I get some good show of suspension just because my relationship with those guys and Tally yep. is pretty good. Um, and uh, it's not like they like point me. They they don't come over to my trailer each weekend and point me in a certain direction or anything like that. Okay, you know? yeah, that's, that's uh, kind of what I was wondering. Anything, yeah, if anything, sometimes like kind of the other way around, just because of the the testing I did on 2019 and stuff um, mm-hmm. for them slash with them. Um, you know, like I think um, there's even some things I can run on my bike that they don't uh, they don't run, um, like my engine hangers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone that they haven't gone down that road yet. And uh, yeah, there's just a couple things I have a little bit more free range uh, with. But yeah, we just uh, like I said, a good relationship. And if right. anything goes wrong and um, I, I can ask them, hey, is that something I need to look at on my bike? And they can say yes or no or um, <laughs> something like that. So uh, yeah. just every now and then they'll put me in the right direction. But uh-huh. um, it's mostly, yeah, mostly the suspension is the, the number one thing. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if Theo walked over there, you know, in the morning and just kind of mapped it or anything like that, you know, uh, no. from here to there. Yeah. Yeah, so they run they run their KHI box, um, so they run the Cowie box, um, and I run like a Vortex ignition. Okay. Um, for me, being a privateer, the Vortex is quite a bit easier. You know, I just put a kind of a base map in it, and I can play with the settings uh, on the dial yep. one way or the other, and I don't really have to have a computer or anything like that. Um, and then, like, so if I had, even if I was, like, lucky enough to get a hold of the KHI box, uh-huh. um, they wouldn't they wouldn't have time for me at the races anyway. So, yeah. uh, you know, they, they have their own two guys, and they got to worry about that, and they got to get their data there, and... Um, um, and, and that is what it is, and I'm cool with that. So, um, yeah, yeah, like like I said, it's just kind of two separate programs at the race, but we help each other out a little bit during the week. Yeah, for sure. What about the uh, suspension? How big of a help is that stuff uh, for you? Um, you know, as opposed to the stock stuff and getting it revalved. Like, what do you? You've tested the stock stuff, I'm sure, and rode with it and everything else. But how much is help is the suspension? Uh, yes, yeah, I think suspension is huge. I think it's like um, you know, the, I think that's the biggest difference between you know these factory bikes and the the privateer bikes is. Just the the suspension, especially once you're able to get on the work stuff, the 450 guys are able to run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just that big of a difference. Um, the benefit to what I have now is, you know, I, I tested a bit with them and got a setting, um, and then, you know, when when they got Joey and, and they started testing with Joey going into the season a little bit more, um, I got put on the back burner, which is actually pretty awesome because uh, I'm. I'm guilty of it, and, and um, some of the teams are too, where you just test too much and you're always yeah. changing something and it's never familiar and you're not confident in it or comfortable with it. Um, so, yeah, I think my benefit this year is to get the good suspension, but um, I haven't had time to change it a whole lot. So I'm, I'm super, like, super comfortable with it. Uh-huh. Um, we're always one or two clicks away, one way or the other, each weekend. So, yep. um, yeah, the suspension suspension is the biggest thing. I think suspension and tires is huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? I mean, this is kind of. I mean, I guess the weight of the bike too, right? Transmission. What about transmission? Do you get any help with that? Uh, no, yeah, no. I just yeah, I run the stock uh, transmission, and I tested a little bit with them when I was doing the stuff last year. Um, I preferred the stock transmission on yep. the 2019. Um, so yeah, like transmission stock, I just send it out to Trick Engineering. It does like a um, a super finishing process to make sure it uh, mm-hmm. you know shifts smoothly, smoothly and doesn't wear out as fast. Um, some stuff like that. I just my my bike's like really bare bones. Um, I got some good like. Uh, porting work from AHM, and then we throw a piston in it. From uh, uh, yeah, we throw a piston in it, and then yeah, the cams are stock, yep. and some race fuel, and a, and and uh, a vortex, and you're ready to go. Right, right. Uh, hey, so you talked about being disqualified there at uh, where was that? Um, Dallas, Dallas, yeah. yeah. 
um, Arlington, they're calling it. Right. What's the what's been the blowback from that? Anything? I mean, do you see John Gallagher and Mike Pelletier, and do they have they talked to you about it? <laughs> have you? Is there anything sort of been happened since then? We had you on the Pulp Show, of course, uh, a bunch. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I don't. I didn't have a chance to. Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, appeal it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, they said I couldn't appeal it because I was. I didn't score any points, so there was nothing to appeal. Um, which is part of why they made the call when they did. You know, they didn't allow me to race the LCQ in a rush, is so I wasn't able to appeal it, which is kind of bullshit. But uh, yeah, I see Mike Pelletier, and I think he's he's a great guy. I mean, he's working hard um, and working hard to make a change, a better change in the industry. And uh, I see him every weekend, and yeah, things are alright. And then uh, I see John Gallagher every weekend, and he's John Gallagher, and he ducks his head and goes the other way. Um, does it has it affected you, right? I mean, obviously, look, the Barsha thing was a little personal. It uh, it wasn't something you know. It was a little personal between you and him, and and it was it was leading up to that. So it's not like you do things like that all the time, but you are an aggressive rider. Uh, we know that from your yeah. days in arena cross, and we know from from lots of things. That has this affected right. you on the track since then? Uh, thinking about this kind of stuff, if you're going in on a guy. No, I think no, I don't, I don't think so. I think because my overly aggressive um, style has I've kind of cleaned that up in the last you know three or four years, um, and it hasn't been that big of an issue anymore. So. Um, you know, other than this one incident, I just continue to race the same way I race. And yep. I know the I know the limits, and it's like kind of not an issue now. So yep. um, yeah, I just move through that, and I just keep riding the same way I'm going to ride every weekend, and mm-hmm. I have no issues with anybody else on the track. Um, every now and then, you know, like some guys and myself, you know, we bump elbows, but that's how it is. And yeah, everything's good. Yeah, you're not too scared of that. Over the years, we know that. Um, yeah. What are you What are you missing in your program? I mean, look, we'll get into your privateer status a little bit and the things that you pay for and the things that you don't pay for. Uh, but what What are you missing in your program? What would help you a lot? Um, dude, my biggest thing is like travel expenses and 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 then like uh, the other part of the privateer program is just the stress factor. Um, you know, of like it's me and one other guy making all the decisions for a team that normally has you know like at a factory team you almost have too many personnel there you know yep um and so sometimes sometimes it's a real pain in the ass when you're you know you and one other guy trying to uh get everything done and run errands and, and make everything happen but uh you know it's it's i think yeah like a little bit of help on that end um the financial helps a little bit better um not having to worry about getting to the races um uh, some little things like you know like i get really good suspension but the unfortunate thing is it's hand me downs and i have one set so um, yeah. I have to run it on my practice bike, and then I got to fly with it every weekend uh, to the race and put it on the race bike every weekend. Um, so it's like yeah. that's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Yep. And you know, when like for instance on a factory team, like Joey's probably got eight sets. Right, Joey's and you're like, hey Joey, like sets. you're not really using yeah. eight sets. I mean, it's, it's his stuff. I'm lucky to. Be I know. Here, so I'm, <laughs> I, I understand that, but you know, like that's that's just the difference. You know what I mean? I'm I'm lucky to be a private kid to even have it. So I'm very fortunate on that end. Uh, but yeah, it's just sometimes it's a little bit of a headache, but it's worth it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that much better. Um, yeah, just like little things like that, and uh, uh, yeah, just the the stress factor. Right. And um, I kind of got the sleep thing figured out. I, I talked to old lady into letting me uh, sleep with my stay in the same bedroom as my mechanic on the weekend, so I don't I get a little good night rest. 
Right. <laughs> um, yeah, because <laughs> usually usually it's me and her and, and Max fighting in the bed for some room. Yeah. And uh, and Max loves hotels, so when we get to the hotel, she likes to party all night and right. doesn't want to go to sleep. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Trying trying to race after like three hours of sleep and getting kicked in the face all night is kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, so let's break down your program a little bit for people who want to know. I, I think there's a lot of misconception out there. Obviously, like I said, I worked for two guys that won Privateer of the Year in Supercross, and but we got stuff from Yamaha, you know, both of those years, right. and Yamaha helped out. And then people are like, "Oh, Alex Nagy doesn't get anything," and I, and he's they're right, I get it. But the definition of a privateer is long, long changed and long different now. But um, so you get a salary from seven, small bonus yeah. salary. Yeah, I get I get a small salary from seven, and uh, get a little bit of help from Bell on a contingency program. Yep, Motion Pro helps me out a little bit too. Okay, um, it's a little contingency program from them. So everything everything's tiny, you yep. know. Um, I'm a privateer, but it all adds up, you know. Cowie contingency? Um, do you get regular Cowie contingency, or yep. do you get extra? Uh, regular Cowie contingency, which is pretty good, I guess. Uh, I've heard. So yeah, heard, yeah. This this year is better. Yeah, last year. Last year I was like, "Oh crap, is this it?" Like, I, they didn't release it till like after A one, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm screwed." I know, uh, I heard that. Yeah, 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 it was pretty rough last year, but this year they uh, they upped it a bit and really taking care of the guys. Um, I think I think if you get top fifteen, you make uh, like a thousand dollars for the main event, top fifteen, and then there's a three hundred dollar um, like night show. Night show, show. yeah, night so, show. So yeah, so that's really good. Yeah. So you're you're taking home thirteen hundred ish, thousand ish between uh, yeah. Cowie. You're taking home two grand. Um, yeah, from the promoter. From yeah. promoter, you are uh, spending money on flights and hotels. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I'm spending like five grand a weekend on on racing this thing. No, I'm, uh, I it, it's not quite that much, but it's pretty damn close. You're gonna do it right. I do. Um, you know, with parts, some of the parts I still have to buy and some of the, um, yeah. like flights, hotels, um, gas money to get the bike to the races, you know, just other yeah, logistics so. and all that practice mechanic during the week. Um, yeah, like I put, I put like 15 to 20 grand on my credit card each month. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so, and, so, yeah. And, 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 um, your bike is getting to the races, uh, with trigger guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chaz, Chaz takes it and, uh, yeah, he's, he's driving it, but every now and then we send it with like, um, so Seattle, and then Seattle to Houston, and then Houston to Nashville. It went with the BWR guys. Like okay. They had a, it yep. was like like two hundred bucks, I think, to put it on their semi each like right. direction. So it right. was like way worth not having to drive all the way across country. Yeah, because um, yeah. Ch- Chaz the Trigger, he owns the um, spray foam insulation business. Okay, and um, that's actually what Trigger Racing is. I didn't know this. So yeah, this is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So he owns Corbon of Hayward in uh, Hayward, Wisconsin. So he does spray foam insulation and. So he uh, he's my mechanic and flash team owner and uh, yeah every weekend we we race and he's my mechanic and then on Sunday he pens at home and then starts working on Monday and Monday through Thursday and then drives on yep. Friday and comes back to the race so um, it's a pretty hard hustle for him right right and so you know you're the way I'm the way I'm reading this thing is you have to stay healthy to make money um, yeah look all, everybody has to stay healthy to make money in the sport I get it yeah. um, but but that's got to be that's a little tricky, for sure, right? I mean, I mean, you want to send it, you want to do these things, but on the other hand, you're like, hey, um, we need to keep riding, keep 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 racing week to week. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us riders too get um, caught up in oh, we gotta we gotta win this weekend, we gotta win this weekend, and, and especially in the 450 class, you don't realize that you have like 
17 supercross races to have a good weekend you know what i mean like just because it's not going good this weekend doesn't mean it's not going to just like in this moto industry it's so fickle you can have a good weekend and it just takes off you know what i mean mm-hmm. like next weekend i could go pull a whole shot and end up top five and oh my gosh Tyler Bowers like is amazing again you know right um, so it's, it's not it's not hard to do for instance Bogle and i started dead last together like I, I was last and he was second to last in nashville we battled with each other all the way through he got i think 90th and i got 10th um in nashville um and then last weekend he gets a whole shot wins the heat race and <laughs> yeah. then the main, he gets fourth you know what i mean yeah so, um it can turn around super quick um so yeah, the, the number one thing is to stay healthy especially in my position because i don't have a job um i don't have a ride so uh, my my thing is to capitalize on the other people that get hurt. It's unfortunate, but that's that's yeah. just how how yeah. it goes now. Um, and I just got to be the guy that's healthy when and always racing and can always make the main events. You know, I'm in the main event no matter what. Uh-huh. Uh, because when a team you know needs to fulfill a contract and they need the guy that's going to be in the main event every weekend no matter what, I'm your guy. So yeah, and and I had talked about before the season like you know you're gonna you're you're, with, you're tied with the Cowie guys. You want to fill in at Cowie if Eli or Joey ever got hurt. And you would reach out yeah. to me and said, "Hey man, no, like I'll I'll ride whatever I need to do. I'll ride another yeah. color, which would be weird, by the way, to see you on another color." But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Especially you know the Cowie guys have been great to me. Um, Dan and everybody at Cowie, mm-hmm. just our relationship's great. Uh, but you know that's what they told me too. You know we have we have a small agreement with you, but we know you have a family to feed, and, and we can't give you that job that you need um, or that you want. And if something comes up, you'll have to you know see if it's worth um, jumping ship. But mm-hmm. like, if it's worth it, like pay wise, and we we wouldn't blame you. You know, like yeah. if somebody's going to pay you to go to go race for them, and it would make your life easier. Go do it by all means. So, um, you know, I'm kind of open to that, and I, I do all my contracts with like uh, like gear companies and stuff like that. So it's kind of per race, um, and uh, you know, uh, in the 450 class, I don't really have to worry about it too much because mm-hmm. you kind of take the gear and stuff pretty much everywhere. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm open to anything. Um, yeah. Ideally, you know, ideally the Cali is great. Um, but what sucks is, you know, because I am kind of invested in the Cowie team with, you know, some of the testing and stuff I've done in the past. I want to see those guys do good as well. So uh, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, obviously. Uh, oh. But, yeah, so now now we're getting ready for outdoors and trying to look for an outdoor sponsor. So I'm going to pick up um, some of the slack for that. Yeah, you told me, I was going to ask you about that. You told me you're going to do maybe do all. Maybe you're going to do all of them. Yeah, right now we're, we're planning on doing all of them. So if everything goes good and, uh, you know, barring injury and, and all that and financial troubles uh we plan on going to do all of them um clearly it's pretty stressful um my whole goal is i want to earn a permanent number which is pretty hard i was thinking it was top 20 but you told me the other day it was top 10 yeah um overall in points so uh that makes it a little bit harder but um it's not out of the question um especially if i you know stay healthy and i earn points every moto during outdoors and, and i feel good um you know and have some you know breakout rides here and there i think you know i, I can get that permanent number and uh, if i do that i want to bring 69 back yeah so you're serious with this you're taking 69 yeah that's, <laughs> uh, if i can get a permanent number i'm taking 69 like for sure there's right. no chance of anything else right yeah. right right um, li- honestly it's literally pretty much the only reason why i'm doing outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like i should cheer for you now a little harder yeah yeah why not right so so would the rig go to all the outdoors or you got to figure that part out uh, yeah, the rig will go to all the outdoors. Um, that makes sense. Like I said, if there's something where we're in, like, you know, for instance, we were Denver, and then now we're going to New Jersey, and then back to Vegas, if it doesn't make sense, yeah. it's not going to all those. Right. Um, so the first two, though, so yeah, um, Hangtown and Paula, I'm going to be out of the box van again, the HM box van, uh, just because of the West Coast ones, and then I'll get the bike to 
to Colorado, and Chaz at Trigger will pick it up there, and he'll get right. the rest of them. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to say, so the outdoors thing will be interesting to see how you could do. Uh, you're not an outdoor guy, per se. Uh, obviously, you've got skills. You rode them before. But when you yeah. think of Tyler Bowers, you think of Supercross, you think of Arena Cross over the years. But, again, well, you've had some yeah, good races outdoors. Yeah, I think that's the problem is that everybody thinks I'm not an outdoor guy. Like, I grew up, you know, every like like when I was on 50s, when my dad first put me on a dirt bike, I only raced Supercross or something. You know right, I mean? right, but, right. And, like, I was a good amateur, and we raced motocross as mm-hmm. amateurs, you know. Yep. And, uh um, yeah, just I raced arena cross for years. The team didn't do outdoors. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to go spend a lot of money racing outdoors. Um, same thing, like you know, the, the years I went to Supercross, uh, the first year um, had a, had a back injury, couldn't race outdoors. The second year, I did the last few with Factory Cowie, um, wasn't spectacular, but uh, you know, I've done Washugo last year, the year before mm-hmm. Washugo last year, fifteen nine for I think like tenth or eleventh overall. So um, I know Washu was a little bit easier on you because it's not so hot and it's yeah. not the roughest one of the, in the world. But yep. um, I do love outdoors still. Like I, I love riding them. I love racing it. So um, it's kind of a it's a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. It sucks, but it's uh, yep. it's one of those. It's so cruel on you that it's it's pretty awesome. You know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's cool how you're putting together this living and everything else. Um, one of the things. So there was a team. I I called you in the off season. I knew a team that was looking for a guy. Um, it was no, no gear money, you know, expenses only contingency, some bonuses. And and you were just like, Hey man, I'm not like, I'm not doing that. I want, I want to, well, for one, you get gear money and you won your own program. You you want to use the parts you want to use. Sometimes these teams say, Hey, you got to use this suspension or you got to use this muffler or whatever it is. Um, like, like it's funny though, like. It's not always better. And I've said that a few times to riders who get picked yeah. up by teams. Like, it ain't always better. No, it's not. I mean, I've, I've been on numerous teams where you, like, you're like, oh, man, I have to do this because there's no way I could do it on my own. And, and you get there and you're like, dude, this sucks. Like, even if they would just let me take the practice bike home with me and, like, <laughs> I could work on it myself in the garage, I yeah. could get more riding in. And if I'm riding more, I'm getting better results. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even yeah. just stuff like that. Like, I've had teams where I'm like, dude, I can't ride this week. They stole the bike. Like, I just can't. Like, we're supposed to meet at Milestone, and then nobody, nobody shows up. You know, like, <laughs> um, just, it's just, sometimes, it's like, dude, are you serious? And then it, and then it just looks bad on the rider. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not always, yeah. you know. Um, sometimes it looks bad on the team. You know, people know. But a lot of times it just looks like the rider's lazy or, or whatever. Um, so, you know, I've experienced that numerous times, and the headache and the frustration. and. And if I was going to do something like that and be that frustrated again, I would quit racing because it's, yeah. it's not worth it. Like yeah. you're not having any fun, and it's not real racing. And you know you're capable of better, yeah. um, and, and you're just kind of stuck. And you can't. If there are better opportunities that come up, you can't go anywhere. Um, yep. You know, with yep. what I do now, I I love it. There's a lot of passion in it, and uh, you know, if I get a good finish in the weekend, me and Chaz are just super pumped because yep. it's us that kind of put it together. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife's heavily involved in it, and it's just it's it's great. Like it's. It's, this is racing, you know. It's, it's passionate, and mm-hmm. um, you know I'm not. I can run what I want. Um, yeah. If I don't want to go racing, I don't go racing. If I want to go to Germany and make all like all my money for the year in Germany, I go do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. No, it's way I, better it's, in my way. Yeah. There's there's something to be said for your program. Now you're on the phone more often than you would be on one of these other teams. You're yeah. on the you're yeah. lining things up. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but for all the reasons that you just said, uh, sometimes it can be better. You know, and and, yeah, I, and I, mean, I get it. That's for sure. Yeah. It, 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 this definitely keeps me up at night, but in a different sense of, you know, keep me up at night. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm stressed yeah. in a different sense, but uh, yeah. 
I, I, I actually enjoy it, you know. And then, uh, you know, being with those teams, yeah, you don't enjoy it. You just smack your head against the wall and just want, to, want the year to be over with. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. You've seen it. How many times have you seen a rider? How many times have a guy told you or me, uh, man, they won't let me use my own suspension. I got to use this team sponsor. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. Like why, why wouldn't they just let you put a sticker on or whatever? And, and you know, and you pay for yeah. your own guy to do a suspension. Nope. Can't happen. Yeah. You know, nope. you're just like, oh, jeez. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've even, I've even had that happen before where, uh, you know, like the suspension thing, like I was really happy with my guy. Uh, luckily I was on a team that allowed me to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had, it was actually Babbitt's back in the day. Um, they were, they let me use another suspension company um yeah. and then we just put the other stickers on it and yeah. it was fine and right right I did really good on it so, um, um but yeah yeah so that happened uh look i don't want to uh dive too much into your finances and all this but i do want people to know that i'm broke no I'm broke. no what i want to say is like you're doing okay like like you're doing all right you're running a good program um you know you got great sponsors people are helping you you're putting in good results and and it is, and although the pay can be better, don't get me wrong. I'm the first guy to yell and scream right. about the purse. Yep. You're doing all yep. right as a privateer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, um, right now, I'm 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 staying afloat and I'm chugging along. Like I said, I spend a lot of money to do this right. You know, what right? Because I, mean? yep. I don't. Yep. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna half-ass this, or else I'll go get another job and, and quit racing because it's it's too frustrating. And it's not, if you know your abilities are better than what you're getting, then it's not worth it. Um, so, um, you know, I spend a lot of money to do it right. Um, Chaz and I both. Um, I think Chaz just sent me something the other day. I think it's like over 35, 40 grand in Supercross alone yep. so far. Um, yeah, and that makes sense. And that's half of it. You know, yep. that's yep. his side. I do my side too. Um, so, uh, but all my money comes from, you know, racing in Germany for the Kawasaki file team over there, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the fall. And that's where I make my living for the year pretty much. And uh, when it goes good and I get the championship bonus or like, like I lucked into this year when Martinez, you know, crashed out at the end. Um, I was like, cool, I can pay my bills for the year. Both yeah. Supercross yeah. and spend all my money. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just plan on when I come here is just yeah. to break even. And, and unfortunately, like I said, unfortunately, wait for somebody else to get hurt, and then that's when you get the fill-in ride that yeah. can really pay your bills. Um, did you make a nice – you made a nice living in Arena Cross. Do you have some of that money put away somewhere? You're just like, hey, I'm not touching this till I get old or anything else, or is everything gone into your programs think, over the years? I think guys are uh, – a little confused on what you could make at arena. Really? Uh, I'm, yeah. Like, okay. Can I just tell you what I, 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 what I what? Can I just tell you what I figure you made yes. for your years? Please, yeah. Yes. Three hundred, three fifty per year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 exactly. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, I thought so yeah, I thought I that's like a, that's what those things kind of paid. Yeah. No, I had a team manager and uh, one of the lights team managers one year. Um, I talked to him on the phone. And he said, "Oh yeah, I thought you were making like two fifty, three hundred a year." <laughs> I just I, I, I fell over, dude. Like, well, I meant so I meant winning the title um, and everything, not a base salary. No, I meant I meant all in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. No, like uh, base salary, like my first title, I think it was like twenty grand base salary. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, so like. If you're lucky, like if you win, I mean, I won a lot. Right. When I was making my most salary and won, won I think I won 11 in a row one year, mm-hmm. like 10 or 11 in a row, um, I think I might have made almost 200 grand, which was fucking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was one year, though. Other, yeah. I had, yeah, I had some other issues that I really need to dive way too deep into. Right. Um, now, you know, I was young and some stuff got mismanaged. And, <laughs> um, basically, yeah. I just threw a whole bunch of money in a pile and lit it on fire and oh, didn't give it to the government. Yeah, 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 so after after I lit it on fire, I had to go find like, the government and tell them I want to give them a bunch of money, too. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I got that all taken care of, and uh, I got a new life now. It's uh, yeah, yeah. my wife, Katie, and I, and it's, uh, things are good. So right. uh, I'm super Yeah, I'm super positive. Basically, 
last year the Kawasaki fill in is what saved my ass. Oh, so did it? Yeah. Really, yeah. 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 The Cowie guys saved my life last year. So, um, yeah. So I'm back, back to getting into the positive again. So I'm yeah. pretty happy. And, uh, yeah. Um, like I said. So, okay. So I was going to ask you about the Germany thing. You mentioned how much it does for you if you win and, and you've been doing it a number of years and that series is fucking crazy. We know that. Like you, you could, <laughs> yeah. you could not D, you could D and Q one, one night and then win the main event the next night. It happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. yeah <laughs> but, this, I, I did that my first year there, like the first night, um, you know, like I got third or something. The second night I didn't even make the main. And then this year, um, I raced the first round with some pins on my finger and the first night didn't make the main. I don't yeah. think I made like the night show. That's when you showed up at Bercy the then, next weekend. You showed up at Bercy the next yeah, weekend. Then, right. Yeah. Then I went to Bercy the next weekend. Yeah. So I didn't make like the night show the first weekend. Yep. Um, suspension and gear didn't make it. Some crazy shit happened. I got everything together for the, the second night. I got like fourth the second night. So yeah, uh, yeah, shit. And then I won the title. So it's crazy over there for sure. So, but it, but it pays well. You're a known name there. You've won the title. You're you know you're a U.S. star over here. So that is something like like if you got a ride, not a factory ride, but but a, but a, a ride with a team. I mean. How hard would you fight to to do that Dortmund race and miss a Supercross? It's got. I mean, it's got to be worth it. Like I said, because yep. um, JT the, went through that, right? JT JT skipped Dortmund yeah. a couple times. Other times, Forrest Butler was freaking out on him. You know, so yeah. things like that. Well, I raced it. Yeah, I raced it when I raced the Arena Cross too, and it was. Uh, yeah, I would just miss Dortmund, and the team was cool with that. They understood it. You know, they're like, all right, you're you know two three time champion at this point in Arena Cross. And yep, yep. We know we're not going to convince you to stay here and race Dortmund. Um, but you know, you're kind of. And I I thought it even out. Now I realize it's stupid that makes so much money at Dortmund alone. But like that's if you're going to do one race the whole year, it's going to Dortmund. It's got to be Dortmund, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to go the Australian route. Um, looked into doing that over Germany last year, but mm-hmm. uh, just yet yeah, it, it it didn't quite make any sense. Um, you know, I just could yeah. make so much money in Germany. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're winning, it's not promise money. It's not like as big as salary, but the bonus mm-hmm. structure is pretty pretty dang good if you win. Um, there's more nights of racing um, per weekend, and and then also I don't have to move over there and live. You know, I can just fly over. Yeah. Um, for for a weekend and be super jet lagged all weekend and live off of uh, sugar and coffee, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, then turn around and fly home. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, you, Brayton has the sweetest program in the sport by far. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you got to do, uh, Bowers. Is get on that program. Oh no, he's he's done well. I, I was pretty good um, years ago when, when I did arena cross. Yeah, so I did the arena cross stuff, and then in the summer um, for two summers, I went and raced in Costa Rica. Yep. And uh, yeah, and and then I went and raced Supercross for Mitch after that, which was you know a dream come true. But mm-hmm. um, looking back on it now, I'm like, man, I'm really an idiot for leaving that that gig I had going in the arena cross, and then and then Costa Rica summer thing. Right. Nice. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, are you a guy like I saw you at Bercy, right? Um, but there's Montreal, there's Geneva. There's um, different races. Are you on Pernard's uh, deal? Do you try to get in all the time? Do you turn him down sometimes because of the German stuff? Uh, no. Like, uh, yeah, Geneva, I have to turn him down. Um, last two years, I, I wasn't able to do it. Um, and then, uh, but, like, I love I love working with Eric. He's, he's right. great. He treats the riders awesome. Um, anything he does is just first class and just so awesome to go be a part of. Um, so I'll, I'll be doing the Hawaiian Supercross that he's putting on. Um, coming up the weekend after Vegas, and then yeah, I do Paris. Uh, the Paris thing just kind of worked out. Uh, what two years ago? It was just last minute. I happened to be over there. They wanted me to stay. Um, I'd done pretty good in the German races like before that, and Bud Racing needed a guy. So 
Um, it just it was just mm-hmm. perfect timing, really. So uh, when we did that, and they're really happy with it. And yep. so last year, Bud Racing had me come back again and ride the 450 for them last year. So yep. um, I was still dealing with my you know finger in- injury right. at the race, so it wasn't great. But um, yeah, it was just awesome being on board for those guys and be back there. So. Uh, Montreal is something I did years ago, um, yep. the old Montreal Supercross. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think Eric brought it back last year, right? And uh, I didn't do it last year, but I'm, I'm really open to doing it if he'd have me. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that for you. I think the, I think you need some yeah. guys, so um, it's on again. So um, yeah, Tyler Bowers here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast number 86. Uh, presented by uh, Maxis, uh, AJ Cantonzaro running Maxis tires out there, uh, Namira Technologies, uh, Piston Company, as well as uh, Skosh. Uh, thanks to guys at Skosh. Pulp 25 is the code to save at Skosh. And then Bowers, uh, Skosh has stepped up and giving all of our guests some stuff. So Skosh is going to oh, send really? you some, some cool stuff to do, to use. So, no way. That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, uh, I think Osborne did some stuff from him and, and yeah. some of those other guys. And I was like, oh, that stuff looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Skosh is stepping up for our, for our guests on the show. Yeah. So thanks, thanks awesome. to those guys. Uh, of course, you've never used FXR or Race Tech or Namira Technologies or Maxis, but uh, everything else uh, works out okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Millennium Technologies, I think, is a little bit weird because I think uh, Tom Morgan works for them now. And Tom Morgan built my uh, 500 engine for me. So. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of. It's not Millennium, but it's kind of Millennium. Uh, I was going to talk to you about that. So you're, you, we were lining this up. You race, you're racing the two-stroke uh, nationals this weekend. I don't know exactly when people are going to hear this, but on a KX500, you were going to do straight rhythm on it until you got hurt. Um, what's that thing like, dude? What What has that bike been like to ride? <laughs> it's it's sick. Yeah, it's just so it's so fun. I've had it parked, you know, pretty much all Supercross season. Um, was waiting. My plan after the the straight rhythm deal was to just get moto stuff put on it, suspension, and just have have a good time on it, and ride it in the winter when it's raining out here in California, and just enjoy it. Um, and then, yeah, I parked it and went to get the suspension converted from Supercross to Motocross, and then um, it just took forever, and then, you know, the Supercross season came, and finally I got it back, and I just pulled it out of the barn basically last week and mm-hmm. um, rode it at Glen Helen, just let her sing up the hills, and it was just it was fucking awesome. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, I didn't even really I didn't even really think about uh, the, the two-stroke national. I really, I really want the weekend off, but um, I think it'd be stupid not to go there yeah. and race it just yeah. to, just to, just to get the thing in some racing. So um, I rode it, yeah, again today, and then uh, I rode it tomorrow too at Glen Helen again. See if, how many more bolts I can rattle off of it. it seems to be no, like no, seriously, that's it's a big deal. Like, no, I, I know. Like, how do they keep the bolts in this thing? Like, yeah, no, Loctite, Loctite, everything. Dude, yeah. No, we locked it. We locked out at everything. I even went to Red Loctite, and it just like <laughs> it still falls out. So today. Um, what we did, um, Brandon at HM, he does he does a lot of the Baja stuff. Yeah. So he's like, dude, you know what we do in Baja? We put silicone on the bolts. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, it absorbs the vibration. I'm like, oh, whatever. I mean, Loctite's not working, so we might as well try right. something else. So right. he siliconed them, and we didn't lose any bolts for that. Uh, I so. raced them. I raced 500s for a number of years. How about coming into your turn and being in third? <laughs> How about being in third? You're just like, yeah, I can I can take this thing in third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, like. That's what I love about the 500 is you can just like you can kind of ride it like a four stroke. Yep. It's like yeah. it's a two stroke that you can like lug around. It's super torquey and it's it's perfect for me. You know, I, I like to ride in the low RPM. And I, I honestly like I'm probably gonna get fired like by a lot of people for this or flamed up. But just I don't really like two strokes because you just got to run the crap out of them. Yeah. Um, and I I just would rather be in low RPM and just like lugging around. But uh, if you know the 500 two stroke you can do that with and it's just 
it's a blast because yeah. uh, if you if you ever do get it like in the pipe and you're getting ready to fall off the back and you're probably terrified. So <laughs> yeah, I, I remember coming into turns and being like, just click up and you're around the outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, kind of it, it just goes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let, let it, it actually yeah. it turns surprisingly well. Like everybody's like, oh, that thing's like so heavy, which I found out. You know, I looked up the dry weight stock is like 15 pounds lighter than a, a new 450, yeah. uh, which is amazing. And then, uh, you know, like in general, like they turn pretty dang well. Everybody's like, oh, that thing probably turns like crap. And I'm like, dude, it like, no, they turn so good. Stable. Yep. Yeah, it turns great. Like, it's awesome. So. Yep. Yeah, when I, I built some project bikes, right? A, a KX250 is one of them, and a, and a YZ250, and everybody's ridden them. Every pro's ridden them. Nick Way, Chicken yeah. rode it. Uh, Kiefer rode it. They're like, dude, you yeah. just plant this thing anywhere you want, anywhere you want on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah it's crazy. Yeah, this thing, yeah, they stick and they you know, stay in the corner. I don't know if it's a steel frame or just a two stroke, you know, being light. I was battling with it today, though. On the, like, I'm pretty big on engine brake. Like, uh huh. Um, even when we do like mapping and stuff, I, I like quite a bit of engine brake. And, yep. You know, that thing clearly doesn't have any engine brake. So I was at Milestone today and like ripping into some of the ruts that I thought I was going to be able to make and just <laughs> totally blowing the corner. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. No, it's yeah. cool that you're doing that. I, I like, uh, uh, I like your uh, go-get-iveness. That's not even a word, go-get-iveness. Uh, uh, if there's money to be made, if there's a race to go to, if there's somewhere in the off-season you got to go to to make money, uh, you're in. You're doing it. You know, I like that. Yeah, I got no choice now, man. I got a, I got a kid and a family yeah. to support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought about I thought about you know hanging up the boots and, and you know maybe getting a regular job just for the sake of my family and a little bit more stability. But uh, thinking about it a little bit more, one, I'm really good at this already. Um, I don't have to learn. I don't have to learn another career. I'm, I'm already pretty decent at this. Yep. Um, I can make a living. Um, but the other thing is, I, I can really spend a lot of time with my family. You know, like mm-hmm. spend, you know, we hang out all weekend. She, goes, my, my daughter does every race with me. My wife does every race with me. Um, she, they've only missed one this year. Um, and then like during the week, you know, like there's days like I'm home with you know Max all day. And yeah. It's, uh, to me, that that's priceless. You know, I don't think yep. it's a it's a little sketchy, and the money's not always sure, but. Uh, when it's good, it's really good. Um, but when you're hurt, when you when you're hurt, it's yeah. really bad. Yep. You, can, you can get hurt. That's what sucks. But yeah. you know, for me, it's just priceless to be able to spend as much time as I do with my kid. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure, man. And then and then there there is really like you touched on earlier, like uh, you're you're top privateer in the series. You're 14th place. You're 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 racing against factory guys and beating them a lot of times. There's a real sense of accomplishment with that. And and I've been there, like I said, for Nick one year and for Red Dog one year. It's it's just me and you, man. Me and this, you, you and your mechanic, and let's yeah. figure this out, and let's make the phone calls, let's get the parts. It's a real sense of accomplishment for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, like you said, it's it's a big deal when you get if you get into the top ten. It's just it's like holy shit, we did it, you know. Or if you beat if you beat just a couple factory guys, it's pretty awesome, you know. Where uh, when you're on a factory team and you got 20 personnel, when you come off the track giving you a headache, um, you know, sometimes it's like, all right, I beat three factory guys this weekend. I suck, you know. <laughs> uh we talked so. about those meetings you were having uh you really started a good dialogue with with feld and with the uh with the ama and everybody else how's that going still are they still happening do you feel like you're uh you're getting anywhere yeah i think we were making for sure making progress um i put them on hold just because it was it was a lot of it was falling back on me and then we got to the point where we made quite a bit of progress and we we're kind of like hitting a plateau or we didn't have a whole lot to talk about so we we just kind of put them on the back burner for a second um 
uh, I know Mike Neely at Feld and the guys, they still want to do it, um, even possibly turn it into like a mandatory thing next year with the riders. Yep. Um, where we, you know, it's a real riders meeting instead of going out on the track and doing track walk and getting lectured with, you know, hundreds of people out there. Yeah. We don't yep. really listen to any of it. Yeah. Um, cause yep. it's the same thing every weekend um, where we have a, you know, a, a meeting with riders and, and the promoter and actually, um, can voice our concerns and actually have a real legit meeting, um, mm-hmm. and it's more personal and one-on-one. So, right. um, yeah, so I think we're really looking into that just for me, like I said, with the, with the privateer thing, trying to do the hustle and be a dad and all that. I just found out that I was yep. running myself ragged, you know, I was running around in like 15th, 16th place every weekend because I was sick, you know, like mm-hmm. I have, uh, I had the flu for two weeks. Yeah. You, I got yeah, over you that were down a little bit, right? Yeah. So. Um, you know, and I think we talked about that at that time. I was like, yeah, I just, I got to quit running myself down. I, I don't, I myself, but somebody has the time for that, but it's not me right now. You know, my yeah. plan was to kind of get it started and then hopefully get some backup and some help, but it just kind of kept being all on me. So, um, yeah, I just put, had to put a hold to it for now. And then I think we'll, we'll get it started back yeah, up. I hope so. I hope so. We need it. You know what I mean? We definitely need it. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest problem too is just that, you know, uh, I had, 47 almost 50 guys um on board with it so uh-huh. they said um and then for some reason we've had you know 15 guys in a room and, and majority of them are privateer almost 99 percent of them yeah. you know web which web would show up reach showed up to the first one um there were some guys you know some big names that would show up and support it but i just got tired of going down the staging every weekend and all the factory guys and the big guys that we needed there um patting me on the back telling me how awesome they thought it was but then they don't show up on saturday morning yeah yeah, I, I I don't know, you know, and and nothing's gonna really yeah. change until the big guys get behind it. And I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know yeah. if their teams are telling them or or they're just like, hey man, I make a lot of money, I'm good. Yeah, I think I think a little bit of both. I yeah, think a lot, there was yeah. some confusion. I saw um, a, an Instagram post from Forrest Butler after like Minneapolis the first weekend. Um, you know, just about like we don't, you know, the guys that are part of these things don't know what they're getting themselves into and all this. Uh, but it, I think I think there was just a big misunderstanding of exactly what it was about. It wasn't. It was actually something to kind of calm down the San Diego alignment. So it was something to um, mm-hmm. sit down with diplomatically and talk things over and yep. kind of you know get open up a dialogue and be able to work together instead of right. you know running around like a, a bunch of you know ten year old boys. Yeah. And, um, it was a little bit more professional on that. Yep. So. Um, I, yeah, I still think it was good, and I think a lot of people just uh, need to give it a chance and just even just sit on the meeting and see what it's about and see that it's a little bit more professional than yep. um, they might think. Right. Well, Forrest is fully drinking the Feld Kool-Aid. Him and I have gone toe-to-toe a little bit over the years. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? I, mean, I didn't know that. No, yeah. yeah he, you know, and listen, I like Forrest. Nothing wrong with Forrest, uh, but he thinks that we should all thank Feld for, for the jobs we have. And and I'm like yeah. I'm like they do a great job, but they're making a ton of money. So let's not uh, back. Yeah. In, they're not saints here. This isn't Mother Teresa, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you there. But I, that was part of where I was trying to go with the meetings was to um, I, I didn't want it to get to the point where people are trying to get lawyers involved. And if it even yeah. whether or not anybody want anything, um, I just didn't want it to get to the point where it felt was like, oh, this is a huge headache. We make way more money with Monster Jam and Disney on Ice. Yeah, it's yeah. not even a headache to do that. And let's just fold up shop here. And yeah. then we're all sitting there like, oh crap, now what? <laughs> you know. So um, did, uh, I, I'm sure that something would take off, but you know. Uh, did you uh, did you settle on an amount of money for the lime thing? Do you want to tell us about it, or is it still kind of one of those uh, things where you're going? Yeah, through? I'm still. I didn't settle anything. It took me a little bit to get my parts and stuff together. Um, Tell had offered five grand to like yep. pretty much everybody. Yep. Um, and I sent them my, my parts list is a little bit more. Um, so I'm still trying to get something out of me or me and other guys there. And, right. uh, I just haven't really, 
followed up much with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent it to me. We were supposed to talk about it. I think Seattle is when we, we, we talked about, let's meet in Seattle and talk about it. Then we right. both just got busy wide open. And, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it was one of those things. I know where he's going to be every weekend. He knows where I'm at every weekend, so we can, yep. we can figure it out soon. Uh, yep. Um, look, you're a vet here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast with Tyler Bowers. You're a veteran now, Bowers. What would you go back and tell yourself you know, when you your Yamaha Troy days or Moto Concepts days or whatever, what you know, the, the, what would you go tell yourself now if you could? Oh, those those days. Yeah, uh, I yeah. mean, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know because I don't. I, I still don't think I have it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I still, every day, I'm like, wow, I was an idiot last year or something. You know, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's all it's all kind of relative you know i think at times you think you're working hard because it's the hardest you've ever worked yeah just because it's the hardest you've ever worked or something doesn't mean (laughs) right and then and then also on the same time on the same side of that is like you know like i've had at my pc days i overworked you know what i mean like working hard is not always working smart and you just Mm -hmm. really like i get away with a lot more in just two days of riding a week now than I, I used to like i mean my rookie years and my first couple of years in arena, arena cross i used to ride every day during the week and then race on the weekends yep and then wonder why every weekend i got a little bit like more fatigued uh-huh. and uh and i was like oh i just need to train harder you know i need uh-huh. more laps yeah and then every weekend i was tired <laughs> you know i was tired yeah. by the weekend you know and You're like, like what monday, the hell i could do my, fi- right. my 15s or my 20s or whatever on monday no problem and then by the end of the week, I was struggling, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do more laps, and it just, yeah, it was stupid. So, right, uh, yeah, I just, I needed to, I don't know, maybe a little bit more guidance, and, yeah, and yeah. just relax, maybe um, relax a little bit, really. Right, yeah, that's something. Uh, so Brayton's down at club, right, and there's, yeah. some, there's some guys there that are racing pro, and Brayton told me that they think they're working hard. They're always talking about how they're crushing it, this and that. And Brayton's like, these guys yeah. don't know what these guys do not know. What, they have no clue. Yeah. They really don't know how to how to work. You know what I mean? As far as like what yeah. what it takes, right? Like like yeah. you said, it's only as hard as what you feel you're working. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, like I said, it's, it's relative. You know, you think you're that it's the hardest you've ever worked, and it must be right. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean you know what you're doing. And then and I think you got to rest hard too. You know, like a yeah. lot of the uh, something that's been big for me in the last couple of years is just figuring out how to get quality sleep and, and really resting hard is yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, I, and on, on that note, I remember Nick Way near the end of his career was talking to Red Dog and was asking, hey, what did you do in season? Like when you were, you know, killing it. And Red Dog was like, dude, I barely rode. I did, my bicycle work was done yeah. in the off season. Like I'm yeah. old. I had the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. No, I mean, for sure. You, I think you need to build the base before the season starts for sure. Yep. And then, uh, yep. that's something like I wasn't able to this year. Um, I just had some things, you know, whether it be injuries or um, privateer efforts, not getting bikes, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I wasn't able to build my base real good in, mm-hmm. uh, in the, the immediate off season or like the, the I guess the late off season um, after Monster Cup, basically. Um, so I think you need to do a lot of laps basically from Monster Cup on. And then, yeah, during the season, it should be just like um, pretty much. Um, a couple more questions for you here. Uh, I hope Arena Cross comes back. I, I, it, I hope it comes back in some form. I know there's the kicker thing that was going on that Jason Owens swept uh, the deal, right. but I hope Arena Cross comes back. Yeah, I think I think like you said, the kicker thing. Like it was, it wasn't around when I was racing Arena mm-hmm. Cross, but when I when I when I left, um, you know, the Arena Cross went on for a few years. I saw the kicker thing come up. Vicky Golden raced a few at the beginning, I think, um, and then. I knew when Arena Cross folded that there was going to be a vacuum and Kicker would have to pick it up just because, I mean, Arena Cross, there is a market for it. Um, it is it is pretty cool. I still prefer, like, 
to watch arena cross like if you were the average consumer that didn't know um all the racers and know who the big dogs were i think uh-huh. arena cross was more exciting to watch because there's all kinds of stuff that happens you know what i mean like there's crashes and there's just way too much going on so it's more exciting i think right for somebody who has no clue what's going on um but i think yeah i don't know i don't know what they're going to do with it i think i saw the kicker thing on tv now um and i hope it takes off and i think just for the sake of jobs, you know, I think yep. there's already a, a, a low amount of jobs in the industry, and I think the, the arena cross thing is just something to add to. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's make arena cross great again, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and that, that I think that there's a there's a definitely a uh, a market for it. So, uh, hey, Bowers, well, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Like I said, good season, a uh, little under the radar, I think, because like you didn't. You haven't pulled a, a, a heat race win like Bogle, or you haven't even yeah. pulled like a like a, a whole shot in a main event. Like it's been a quiet season for you, but then you're 14th in That's points. That's problem, dude. My my starts are freaking horrendous, and like I I did some technique work and like around um, Atlanta, like I did some technique work. I'm like, all right, I got these down now. And like Atlanta, I had some like pretty good starts uh-huh. there. Like my heat race third in the heat race, I think third, and then uh, yeah, the main ran around seventh for a while, and I'm like, all right, cool, we got something, and then. Uh, I went to Daytona and like starts kind of sucked, and then ever since then I've literally been like last place going into the first <laughs> turn. And like I said, me and Bogle like give each other a hard time each weekend yeah. about how we're like back there. He sent me a picture in Nashville of us in dead last together, going <laughs> in, like we're not even with the group. Like it's not like we were like in the group last. Like we were by ourselves. Yeah. And, we, and we didn't. Even, it wasn't like we started next to each other either. I think he was like six gates over from me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, pretty yeah. embarrassing. So yeah. I got to get my starts down, and then yeah, then I need. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, if I get a good start, I can have that breakout. Yeah, or, you know, man, that for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've seen you qualifying, put in some good times, be on the board or be yeah. top ten, or you know what I mean. Like there's some, yeah. some weekends there, the speed is really good for you. But yeah, waiting for that. Hard. Yeah, when when you're coming from the back, you know, there's so much stuff going on. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and you get guys that are <laughs> I can't mention his name because I don't want him to cry, but like there's dudes that that are squirrely and then they crash in front of you or they're jumping across the track and then. So you're not putting in the lap times, and by the time you get like kind of alone where you can lay, lay down some lap times, you're probably smoked from you know like holding yeah. your breath for the first ten minutes, you know. Yeah. So uh, no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been. I need to get up and like at least mid pack. If I can see the leader when I'm coming like through the first rhythm section, I'd be pumped. Yeah, you'd be you'd be much better off for sure. So I mean, right now I can see him, but he's going the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Oh uh, well, fantastic. Well, hey, have fun on the KX 500, man. I appreciate the cool. uh, the time and two more supercrosses, and uh, yeah, let's keep it rolling, man. Thanks for the time on the uh, Privateer Island podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, man.